Hello folks, it is Knickknack Jack of the knickknackjack.com podcast and I am here in Idaho actually. Uh, where specifically in Idaho, I don't know. Uh, near Sandpoint, but beyond that, I really don't know. Uh, so I'm here near Sandpoint and uh, can't say how I got here quite yet. Uh, I will articulate that at some point. Uh, but it basically started with... Uh, Finding this uh, girl from Australia at Occupy Wall or Occupy Seattle, and we seemed to get along. And Occupy Seattle was falling apart uh, at City Hall, uh, so it seemed apparent that it was time to split from City Hall. So that is exactly what I did. Give myself a little bit of break. Uh, first night we ended up uh, kind of sleeping on the streets in Capitol Hill. Uh, that was kind of an interesting experience. Found a an area that seemed safe and quiet and secure, and then we we uh, we did sleep in sleeping bags um, uh, in Capitol Hill in Seattle. The next day, we took our the bus down to Renton and uh, walked around, met some few folks from Boeing, which was cool. Uh, talked about the 73 a little bit, um, and then we uh, managed to make our way up to the uh, Denny's that's in uh, in between uh, Renton and Bellevue and uh, stopped there for a bit, tried to uh, get a ride into Bellevue. Eventually we did, uh, with uh, a nice uh, family from the Ukraine, and uh, we talked to them a little bit, and they took us, at first they dropped us off at Bellevue, and then uh, it turns out they were able to take us all the way to Issaquah. Uh, so we did that, and... Um, then from Issaquah, we cut a ride with a, a retired couple uh, coming back from the hospital um, on their way to North Bend. And um, from North Bend, uh, we made our way to a, um, a rest stop area and were able to catch a ride um, now, theoretically, all the way to Memphis. So now we're in Idaho. We are, as far as I know, in mountain time zone. We're near Sandpoint, uh, very close to Canada, which is quite cool, uh, quite neat. Um, and uh, just looking around, taking pictures, talking, uh, kind of doing uh, across the universe hippie, bohemian stuff. And, you know, I don't know really where all this stuff is going. I don't know the end result. Uh, all I know is I'm happy with it for the moment, and I'm going to keep doing this because it makes me happy, so fuck it. All right, uh, that's it for now, and uh, I'll upload this stuff later. Good luck, stay safe, have fun. All right, hello, folks. This is Knickknack Jack of the knickknackjack.com podcast, and I am sitting here in Gillette, Wyoming, with my good friend, Denica. And uh, we are attempting to hitchhike uh, legally in Wyoming, I believe, though I'm not entirely sure, uh, towards South Dakota and uh, the mining hills of Dakota, where lives a rum boy named Rocky McRaccoon. And please don't sue me for that. Michael Jackson, or whoever owns the Beatles' rights these days. Uh, So we are literally sitting on the side of the on-ramp. What? I know Michael Jackson's dead. Dinica is, is being very helpful in telling me that Michael Jackson's dead, and I know he's dead, and I'm very glad of it because he was annoying. Um, yeah, yeah, that made me sound like a bastard. Oh, well, I can edit later. Or I may not, or I may just upload this. I don't fucking know. Uh, so anyway, I just had an interaction with a friend that made me feel like I wanted to rant. So here I go on rant. And uh, so basically, I'm doing this because I can. And, uh, yes, officially dropping out of school. Yes, that's, uh, you know, whatever it is. Uh, you know, so at the moment, not planning on continuing to do the dispatch thing at the moment, though I could continue to do it later at any point if I so chose. And uh, the freedom to have that choice is a very nice freedom. I've got IFR class done. I've got VFR class done. As long as I can get my logbook endorsed by former instructors, uh, I had the ground school done for VFR and IFR, and if the pilot thing ever works out, I could do that. Or if I want to do the dispatch thing later, I could do that too. I can do anything the fuck I want to because I'm an adult and I'm not in jail yet. And hopefully it'll stay that way. Uh, well, obviously the adult part will stay that way, but hopefully the not in jail part will stay that way. But um, anyway, right, so um, 
how did I get to Gillette, Wyoming? Well, uh, last time I recorded something, it was rather brief, but we were near Sandpoint, Idaho. I don't remember the exact town. Um, we got a ride with a very nice, nice fellow and a nice woman um, in a vehicle of significant size. And um, they were nice enough to give us a ride through um, the majority of, uh, well, through Idaho, majority of Montana. Uh, we stopped in Billings uh, on one of the days. I'm taking notes on other other things and other mediums, so you know we'll I'll assimilate this, and this will all become part of something eventually, I'm sure, uh, because I'm editing. I can edit, and I can do that, and I do media, and that's what the new media. And that's hey, that's my job. I mean, I work for the United States government. I'm employed via the disability, and this is what I decide to do with my life. And if you don't like it, well, uh, I guess complain to somebody and try to do something about it. Uh, but if you do like it, of course, there's that nice little donate button on knickknackjack.lipson.com if you feel like doing that. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, right. So they were able to uh, give us a ride through most of the way through Montana. We stopped at Billings and uh, what turned into a nice conversation with some friendly folks uh, kind of backfired a little further down the road, which meant that that ride was over. And we ended up uh, by Little Bighorn in Crow Agency, Montana. And uh, trying to figure out a ride from there, we eventually did uh, with a guy named David who was um, associated with a, uh, uh, ch- uh, he was a minister at a church in Sheridan, Wyoming. So he took us to Sheridan, Wyoming. And then uh, in Sheridan, Wyoming, uh, where my grandmother is from and my great-grandmother as well and my great-grandfather and I think he worked for the CB&Q or something. Uh, so we stopped briefly in Sheridan, Wyoming. Caught a ride with a woman named Susan who told us that there were cool, groovy people in South Dakota. And uh, I'd like to see these cool, groovy people in South Dakota. So if you want to give me a ride to South Dakota, that would be cool if I could see cool, groovy people in South Dakota. And um, But for the moment, I'm still in Wyoming. I'm in Gillette, Wyoming. How did I get to Gillette, Wyoming? Well, um, from, uh, uh, from Sheridan, we caught a ride with a fellow named Brian in a uh, pickup truck. And this fellow named Brian gave us a ride to Buffalo, Wyoming, which is a very important town of historical significance. We literally went into a old-fashioned saloon, opened in 1880, an actual mid Midwestern real saloon. This is prairie country. This is the West. This is America, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, so that was very, very cool. Uh, we spent some time in the saloon, lis- uh, saloon listening to some live music. Got to hear a live version of me and Bobby, Bobby McGee, which had been stuck in my head all day, which was fucking awesome. Um, and I actually wrote a song there and considered performing it and then chickened out because I'm a chicken shit. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll record the song later and I'll get it up on the internet somehow. And you can buy it. You can buy all my music, in fact, um, or share it with your friends. Uh, you know, just don't claim this, that it's yours because I wrote it and please be respectful of that. Uh, and you can do that by looking at my website, nicholasjackson.com, N-I-C-O-L-A-S-J-A-C-K-S-O-N.com, and it gets through PayPal to me. And even though PayPal's slightly evil, it's the best I can do. So, um, but yeah, uh, we ended up in Buffalo, and we went to a saloon. We looked for a food bank. The food bank wasn't open. And we ended up with uh, staying with this guy named Brent, who uh, was brothers with Brian. And we uh, got a nice cozy floor to sleep on and a uh, shower and a little some refreshments. And uh, then headed up on a road, uh, the road again. Uh, got a ride from a uh, retired railroader. I'll leave his name out uh, because he seemed, seemed to want to be a private guy, and I'll respect that. Um, and I talked railroads with him all the way from um, Buffalo, Wyoming, to where we are now, which is Gillette, Wyoming. And uh, in Gillette, Wyoming, we uh, tried to hitch a ride directly on the interstate, and that didn't work out so well. And then we tried to hitch a ride on the on-ramp uh, for a little bit, and that didn't work out so well either. And so then we uh, went over the hill to uh, the Golden Arches and eventually got some food. We had to buy it. Uh, we've been able to get, uh, like, day-old bread from Subway and we, uh, free soup um, in one instance. Uh, in the instance of Montana, or no, no, um, not Montana, Idaho, uh, we actually went to uh, this pizzeria. Uh, alone by this local guy named Mike. I can't forget the name of the pizzeria at the moment, but I did write it down. Um, awesome guy, and we actually had a taco pizza, and it was pretty interesting, pretty good too. Um, so that was cool. 
Um, that was right by Sandpoint, Idaho. Sandpoint, Idaho looks like an awesome place to be. Christopher McCord, if you're out there somewhere, uh, I miss you, bud. It's been a long time since the second grade, but send me an email, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. Because um, last I heard, you were in Sandpoint, Idaho, and I was very close to Sandpoint, Idaho. Actually, I was in Sandpoint, Idaho, but when I was in Sandpoint, Idaho, it was foggy and I was asleep, so yeah, shit happens. Um, so anyway... Uh, got a ride with former railroader to Gillette and tried to hitchhike directly off the freeway because, again, as far as I know, it's illegal in Wyoming. Um, and uh, we crossed over the McDonald's, got some food. And then we went uh, back here, and now we are on the on-ramp in Gillette, Wyoming, uh, trying to get to Rapid City of all places, uh, where my uh, virtual tomahawk is actually parked. It would be neat to go by the airport and take a picture and see if I can find a tomahawk to match my virtual tom tomahawk that's parked in Rapid City. Uh, K-R-A-P, I believe, is the identifier, which is just funny. And um, so, yeah, we're headed for Rapid City. And uh, the reason I want to rant, uh, in addition to catching you up to all the goings-ons that have been goings-on, um, and I probably need to go back and tell you the origin of the story, but in a non-linear fashion, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I'll edit it all together in a linear fashion later. Maybe I won't because it's a podcast and I can do whatever the fuck I want and I'm an adult and that's just fucking cool. So anyway, um, right. So Gillette, Wyoming, and uh, we're trying to get to Rapid City. And my friend just texted me from school, you know, asking if I was planning to come back anytime soon. And uh, the intent... Um, because Danica, the person I'm traveling with, uh, needs to be back in Victoria uh, by November 9th, is to be back in Se the Seattle, Vancouver, Victoria area by November 9th, uh, so she can retrieve her stuff from the hostel that is so kindly letting her store her stuff there and get her mail there. And um, then the plan for me, uh, collect my shit from the dorm, uh, because that's clearly not going to work out anymore. Uh, find a place to store my shit and then continue to travel and be on the road and tell stories and do exactly what I do best because I think this is my first best destiny and to try and do anything else right now would be a lie to myself and I don't like lying to myself. Fuck that. So this is my truth. This is what I'm doing and, uh, you know, I know the consequences. I know, you know, I'm racking up a lot of credit card debt. That's bad. I know I've racked up a lot of student loan debt. That's bad. Uh, but on the other hand, student loans can be deferred. Classes can be taken to help defer those student loans. And, uh, you know, it's not like I, you know, I went to community college for the dispatch thing. It's not like they're not going to let me in back, back into community college. It doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, I haven't failed my classes. I haven't done anything stupid yet. Um, well, I've, I've done things uh, rather, um, not stupid, um, non-traditionally. I'm, I'm going a non-traditional path. But the non-traditional path is more fun anyway. And uh, I'm liking what I'm doing. I'm happy here. Right here in Gillette, Wyoming. On uh, whatever day this is. Let's see. Uh, iPhone doesn't want to tell me what day it is. Um, all it's telling me is I've been recording for 10 minutes now. So, okay. Uh, I don't know what day it is, but I know I'm in Gillette, Wyoming. I'm on Mountain Daylight Time. And uh, in a few weeks here, we're going to go to Standard Time. And that's going to make all these time zones very, very interesting. Uh, we've only changed one time zone so far, and we've been in four states, and Denica, in the process of a week, has uh, exceeded my state exploration rate quite significantly. It took me like 10 years to see California, Oregon, Nevada, and then, then eventually I got to Arizona, and uh, then of course my cross-country train trip with my grandma got, took care of a lot of states. Uh, including Utah, Colorado, Nebraska, Iowa, uh, Missouri, Oklahoma, and um, I think that was it for that particular trip. Uh, and then later the, in 2002, my cross-country trip with my family, that uh, added a few states there. And now I'm at this point where I only have 13 states left to go. And uh, I'm glad I don't have trichotechophobia because that would freak me out. Uh, we were going to go to Tennessee and take care of one of the 13 states. Uh, if we can go to Tennessee and see some of the southern states, because the majority of the states I'm missing are in New England. Uh, Michigan's one of them. 
Michigan might be a hard state to hit, might be an easy state to hit. I'm not sure. Uh, and then, of course, I'm missing Alaska and Hawaii. But majority of the states I'm missing are south of the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, what else down there? Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama. Um, I think that's most of them. Because I've seen Louisiana. I've seen Arkansas. I've seen Oklahoma. I've seen Texas. Um, and that pretty much, uh, in the, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, I need to do, I've been to Virginia, um, I, but I think that pretty much takes care of the southern states, New England, uh, I still need to see Vermont, I still need to see New Hampshire, I still need to see Maine, I've been to Massachusetts, been to Connecticut, been to Rhode Island, uh, been briefly in Delaware, I should go to Delaware again just to say I've been, uh, been to New Jersey, uh, been to Pennsylvania, probably going to go back again, been to Indiana, been to Ohio, uh, I really do want to, uh, it's more, more past east of Chicago at this point, the part of the country I need to focus on, um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to see if I can take care of the 48 continuous states, if possible, um, and if nothing else, I'm just going, heading towards Occupy Wall Street, because, uh, I was at Occupy Seattle for a week, and uh, Occupy Seattle at City Hall and trying to help with the leadership there and trying to help keep things together. And it kind of melted down on Saturday and I got frustrated. And right as it was melting down on Saturday and I was getting frustrated, uh, as were a lot of other people, by the way, I wasn't the only one, getting frustrated about the things going on there. And uh, just kind of, uh, you know, a leaderless group is hard to lead. Um, it's just the way it is. Um, and it's, you know, it's organic, it's the way it should be, but it's uh, not easy. And, you know, changing the world is not easy. That's, I mean, you know, you say you got a real solution. Well, we'd all love to see the plan because, seriously, we're trying to figure it out. Um, so, you know, I, I, was, I was rather frustrated with what was going on in Seattle. I wanted to see if I could explore the country and see what Wall Street was actually doing and get some information. Can't fly there because, well, that would be boring anyway. I uh, don't want to fly there, and I always wanted to do... Uh, road trip like this across the country, I would have preferred to do it by car, in my own car, but you know what, hitchhiking is pretty good, uh, it ain't bad, and, uh, you know, there may be some trains involved at some point, uh, we certainly covered at this point all the, uh, road transportation available, we've done cars, we've done trucks, um, and we've done SUVs, and, um, you know, that covers it, most it, interstate traffic, um, so yeah, we're in Gillette, Wyoming, trying to get to the mining hills of Dakota, where lives a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. Please don't sue me for that, because it's the second time that I used it in the podcast. That's right. Uh, I'm going to have to finish this and play that song, because I'm trying to memorize it, so when we actually do get to the Black Hills, of, mining hills of Dakota, uh, I can sing that song and just scream it and enjoy it. Uh, but, uh, for the moment, we're in the prairie, and I love the prairie, and the Rocky Mountains through Montana was beautiful. Some asshole said that I would not enjoy Montana. I say, fuck them, and they need to go to Montana and sit and be stranded in Montana until they fucking like Montana, because Montana kicks ass. And, by the way, Montana is part of the United States. Manitoba is in Canada. Thank you very much. And, uh, states we've been in, again, to reiterate, Washington State, Idaho State, uh, Idaho Panhandle, Montana, and now Wyoming, and we're trying to see if we can get uh, across the border to South Dakota today, if at all possible. Uh, we don't necessarily want to leave Wyoming, because the people here in Wyoming have been fucking fantastic. I love Wyoming, uh, even though it's a red state, and that's saying a lot for me. Uh, same with Montana. love Montana, even though it's a red state. Uh, Idaho, love Idaho, even though it's a red state. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm discovering things, and I'm liking this, and I'm loving this, and I'm happy, and I'm doing what I do best. And, um, you know, to my friend that questioned me, it's, you know, you know, it's, he essentially said, you know, I, I don't know what you're doing, you know, you're going to flunk your classes, you're going to end up back living with your dad, yada, yada, yada. You know what? Um, I don't know about flunking the classes, I may or may not. If I flunk the classes, I have a bachelor's degree already, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, and as community college, I can always get it back into a community college or pay enough to do a private college again if I so choose. Uh, I probably won't choose that again because it's a hell of a lot of money and not really worth it. Uh, I'd much rather travel than go to college, uh, especially after having gone to college and having all this experience. 
Um, and, you know, I wish him the best of luck. He's trying to be a controller. He's working really hard, and he's doing what he believes is right, and that's fine, and I respect him for that. I'm trying my best. I'm working the best I can. I'm doing my best. I'm following my truth. He's following his truth. My, my issue here, the thing I wanted to rant about is, look, each person is an individual. It takes all sorts of people to make this world go around, and that's good, and that's fine, and you can talk to people, but respect people for who they are. I really try hard to... Try hard to do that. Uh, obviously, Yoda says, uh, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Um, so that's something that needs to be worked on. But from my perspective, I'm trying really hard to uh, share people's opinion. Uh, you know, I've talked to very conservative people about the government and the fact that they think that the government runs things, or always inherently run things poorly, and corporations do a better job. And of course, I think the exact opposite. Um, I think corporations are in it for themselves and not for the good of the people. In theory, the government should be in it for the good of the people because the government is the people, uh, in theory. But right now, because we have a representative government, the government is not the people. The government is representatives uh, that are theoretically representing the people, but they're not representing the people. So, in essence, to bring this all back to the Revolutionary War, we once again in the United States have representation without... Uh, we, we have taxation without representation, and uh, theoretically, if that pissed us off in 1776, it should piss us off in 2011, and we should do something about it. Now, I'm not saying that Obama is a bad president. I think he's probably one of the best presidents we've ever had because he, can't, he simply can't get anything done because uh, Washington, D.C. is so royally fucked with corrupt representatives that even if he has good intentions, even if he has good ideas, he can't get them through the bureaucracy and the representation. And that's why I think I want something that relies a lot less, ultimately doesn't rely on representation at all, but relies on people voting directly on the things they want to see happen. And uh, something that bugs me is, is we're all on this earth together. This is all one planet. We're all one, one tiny speck of dust in the universe. And I'm not an American. I'm not a North American. I'm not a Californian. I'm not a Washington. I'm not a Wyomingan. I am an earthling. And everybody on this earth, every living, breathing thing on this earth is a fucking earthling. And, uh, you know, my point, my thing would be, we're all earthlings. We're all in this together. There's, there's something about this world, that, uh, this universe, this existence, this plane that we're on, that binds us all together. And I, I would encourage you to remember that. I would encourage you to think about that. I would encourage you to think about uh, how hard it was for the natives who crossed over the land bridge uh, from Asia into North America to begin with uh, was for the, to establish themselves and their culture in this dry prairie uh, that we're in right now. And then still how hard it was for the white settlers as much as they were invading the natives' land and their area um, to make it across the prairie and to get to the, uh, the, uh, the relatively lush and green Sacramento Valley, San Joaquin Valley, Willamette Valley, uh, Columbia River Basin, uh, Lewis and Clark Territory, essentially. You know, we've all worked very hard for this. We've all, we've all been pioneering. We're all pioneering all together. Just because uh, there is no more Wild West in the traditional Wild West sense, which, by the way, there is. You just have to look for it doesn't mean that that sense of camaraderie, that sense of pioneering, that sense of working together to help your fellow man does not have to be there. Um, you know, I don't know if the ultimate solution is to, uh, you know, set up a government structure that takes care of the many, the needs of the many, and, um, you know, recognizes and accepts the needs of the few, but, you know, works for the, for the needs of the many, not the few. Or... Um, to just rely on simple charity. I don't know the answer. Uh, Dickens would suggest that people just being good-natured and just being kind is not good enough. Kindness uh, is wonderful. We've, we've, this entire, entire trip has been fueled by kindness. Um, but I think ultimately in all of humanity, uh, uh, kindness is great. Kindness is wonderful. I love kindness. I love being kind. I try to be kind and help people out whenever I can. Um, there's currently a, a girl... Um, that I, you know, I, I went out with on a couple days with her, and you know, I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but still, I, I love her and like her and respect her, and she's had a very hard life. Um, I, I'm not going to tell her entire story, but 
um, basically she's, she's had a very challenged life and she, she's in need of help and she has disability and she's struggling because the disability check keeps changing and she lives with her mom from time to time but lives on the street when she can because there's pride and dignity and you don't want to live off your mom and I don't want to go back and live off my dad or my mom either. I'd rather live on my own and either make it or break it. And if I break it, I hope that uh, future generations, future people will remember what I have said here and I hope that maybe even if in my lifetime this does no good, this comes to naught, I hope that somewhere there will be a footnote or something that makes somebody think about what I've recognized here and what I've experienced here. Um, you know, I don't know any ultimate truths. I'm looking for truths. I'm going around asking people questions, getting them to tell stories, looking for truth, trying to share things that the regular media won't share. That's why I do media. That's new media. That's what, that's what I do. I'm just looking for stories and I'm trying to get those stories out there to everyone. I'm trying to connect the world. And it's ironic in the day, in this day and age, we have the internet, we have global connectivity, but we aren't connected with each other at all. Um, and it's ironic and it's strange, but uh, I want to connect the world. I want to have a global discussion. That's what I want. I want everybody in the world to have a global discussion. Uh, I don't know if it will ever happen, but the UN sure as fuck doesn't do it. And, uh, you know, no, you know, countries are, uh, you know, they, they kind of take care of their own, but not really. But the majority of countries are all self-interested, and, and that's, you know, they take care of their own citizens. And, oh, if you're not a citizen of my country, well, get out. Um, and we need to get away from that idea, because we're all citizens on this planet. We're born here, we'll die here, most likely, unless you're lucky enough to go into space. And I think we should all respect that and value each other. Love your fellow man. Imagine all the people living life in peace. Uh, imagine there's no countries. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you, John Lennon. I'm sorry it's stealing from you again. Uh, I stole from John Lennon and Paul McCartney and probably Dickens and several other people on this little podcast of mine. But uh, there are no original ideas underneath the sun, only uh, used ones. Uh, presented in a different light. So I can't present any new ideas. All I can do is give a microphone for, to those who pe previously maybe didn't have a microphone or didn't feel like talking into a microphone because let's face it, talking into a microphone is pretty scary. Alright, so um, with that I've scared myself out of talking into the microphone anymore. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to wish you guys the best of luck. If you're headed towards Rapid City on I-90 and for some reason you hear this, which I doubt you will because I can't seem to upload it, uh, give us a hand. Uh, please, thank you. We love you. And be kind. Be peaceful. And don't hurt your fellow man. And let's live this together. Let's all be pioneers in the same wagon train, in the same... Um, Circle wagons, essentially. Um, the pioneering spirit, I, I, I know a lot about the pioneers, so I go off about it. So anyway, uh, that's it for now. I'm traveling with my friend Denica. Denica's awesome. Uh, and that, again, that's it for now. Uh, for now, Knickknack Jack signing off from the Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette, the best the man can get, but has nothing to do with that. Hell, oops, work. There we go. Okay. Hello, folks. This is Nick Knack Jack of the NickKnackJack.com podcast. I am currently standing in Rapid City, South Dakota, and uh, I was man manages managed to get here from Gillette. Um, uh, took two rides. Uh, one from a man whose name I don't remember, and another from another man whose name I don't currently remember. Uh, I added one on Facebook, and one I don't know if I got his number or not, I, but it was either way, it was great, awesome. Uh, we went from Gillette to something that starts with an S, and I can't remember the name of it, uh, S something, I don't know, um, but now we're in Rapid City, and we got some food, and I was staying in a mission shelter, and I still am kind of technically staying there, except that I decided to go outside for a smoke, and apparently you can't go back inside until 6 a.m., so I am stuck in the South Dakota cold until 6 a.m. mountain daylight time, which is going to be fun, because that's another five hours from now. Um, i got a railroad crossing right near me, though, so if I can do some rail fanning in the process, I will. 
Um, and Danica's doing fine, sleeping in fi- inside comfortably, as far as I know. And, um, yeah, it's been real interesting. Uh, homeless shelters, I must say, are a bit like prisons. Um, I'm going to elaborate uh, on that one sometime later, at some point later. But the point is, uh, it's kind of been a roller coaster day uh, through the black mining hills of Dakota. And I uh, didn't see any young boys named Rocky Raccoon and didn't step into any saloons today as of yet. But it's not yet 2 in the morning, so that may change. I don't know. Um, and, but yeah, it's been a good trip so far. And uh, I am trying to protect my stuff at home. Um, I've got some great friends at home that seem to be willing to help. Um, I was an idiot and just took off and left without any pre-planning whatsoever. Uh, I haven't actually been in my dorm room for about uh, two and a half weeks. So uh, uh, I'm hoping I can pay rent next month. But if I can't, it seems like my stuff um, might actually be safe and secure. You know, the desktop's really the only thing that matters. Everything else can kind of... But, uh, I mean, if it's safe and secure and I know I have friends that I can trust, then that's good. And if I can get to Occupy Wall Street and make a good report and make a good book out of this and do something positive this with this in a new media way, then it's all worth it. I'll stand in the cold all day. I'll get hypothermia. I don't give a shit uh, because I'm telling my story. I'm finding truth. And uh, right now I'm finding truth and telling my story in South Dakota or uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, my mom actually lived here for a while and I don't know where in Rapid City she lived and I don't feel like walking to find out. But uh, uh, we were also in Sheridan, Wyoming yesterday and my grandmother and my great-grandmother lived there. Um, Helgum family, Christian science family, as I recall from Germany. I don't know much more than that. But it's an interesting bit of trivia, nonetheless. And I can say uh, Wyoming certainly impressed me. The people in Wyoming are freaking awesome. Uh, I met this guy named Brian and his brother Brent. They're actually from Texas, but uh, they're now in Wyoming. And they gave us a place to stay, gave us some food. Um, and uh, the guy's name who gave us a ride here into Rapid City, into South Dakota's name's Kellen, I think. He works in um, the coal mines in... Uh, I want to say uh, Gillette or somewhere in that area. Uh, so on, on the other side is the Wyoming, uh, South Dakota-Wyoming state line. It's not actually all that far. Uh, it's probably miserable and sucky in the snow. Um, and no snowfall yet. We did see some snow, a dusting of snow on the Bighorn Mountains this morning. So I know it's coming. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to do about it. But I got a nice free trench coat. Um, and I've been told I look like a foreigner. And that's okay with me because uh, American, I don't know. I'm getting more comfortable with it as I travel the country more. But still, uh, I'm a citizen of planet Earth more than I am an American. Um, or maybe I'm an American idiot. I don't fucking know. Um, just kind of ranting here on the corner of the street and look like a crazy person. Maybe talking to my cell phone or something. I don't know. Maybe I don't look so crazy. I don't know. I know nothing. All I know is I hear train sounds. And train sounds uh, tell me that life is going to get interesting. Oh, speaking of trains, um, I talked with uh, one of the fellows that gave us a ride today. I will not reveal his name uh, because he asked to remain private and anonymous, and I shall respect that. But he's a retired railroader, um, and he and I shared many uh, railroad-related conversations on the ride from Gillette. Uh, well, no, no, from Buffalo to Gillette. Uh, Wyoming, and, um, Sundance, Wyoming was the other place we stopped, so we stopped, started in Buffalo today, went to Gillette, then we went on to Sundance, and then we went from Sundance to Rapid City, South Dakota, and now in Rapid City, South Dakota, freezing my ass off, uh, and, uh, the homeless shelter was quite interesting, uh, they make you have a breathalyzer on you, and they can randomly inspect you for a breathalyzer at any time. And you must follow their rules, and given that it is church-run, uh, there are some pretty fucked-up rules, I must say. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I haven't been in jail, I don't really want to be in jail, but, um... In a lot of ways, it's very similar to a jail-like environment. If you walk inside, outside, they're not going to let you back in, uh, at the wrong time, and it's, uh really fucking shitty how we treat our homeless, um, and our transient people. I would consider myself transient, uh, or hobo, you know, not necessarily homeless, because I do technically have a home. I'm just, uh, you know, 
1,187 something miles away from it. Um, and by choice, I, you know, I own all these decisions. I'm very happy where I am. I mean, I'm a little cold, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm dealing with this and I'm loving it and I'm telling my story and I'm sharing other people's story. And, you know, uh, we've been getting great treatment. I'm, I have ate more today than I think I've eaten in a long time, as well as I was eating at City Hall and Occupy Seattle. Uh, I'm eating even better here. And speaking of which, uh, I just got news, got word, um, that the uh, Scott tyranny is coming, Scott, Scott's reign of terror is coming to an end at City Hall. Um, Michael Dare is now acting as facilitator. He's actually been technically doing that for a while now, but he's more in charge now. And hopefully, excuse me, hopefully he'll be willing and able to work with me on editing some of my stuff, some of the stuff I'm writing here on this trip, and maybe some other stuff as well, uh, work out some sort of trade or something. But my goal is to uh, go to New York, do my New York thing, uh, travel with Denica as much as I can, um, because I can. Um, I've got a few people, few potential girls that I would like to visit, um, and I'll leave it at that because I'm guessing that most of them will probably hear this and they will be creeped out, and that will be bad. So um, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, and I don't know when I can upload any of this shit, so eventually it'll hit the internet. I don't know when, as long as I don't lose my phone. That's uh, one thing I'm worried about. I don't want to lose my phone. Don't want to lose my battery charger. Uh, only thing I really need to do the media, new media thing, and I'm loving the new media thing. This is, this is me. This is my best destiny. Uh, my first best destiny, to quote Star Trek. And, uh, and, uh, it's great. It's just, uh, fucking fantastic. I, I don't know why I, I don't know why it took Denica coming into my life when, when she did to, to say, look, you can do whatever you want. Uh, well, I mean, not whatever you want, but... You can do a lot more things than you think you can. You just have to open your mind a little bit, live in the moment. Um, and she's teaching me a lot of things. I've been a very influential and uh, important friend to me. And right now, probably my best friend in the world, just surely by proximity. Um, you know, because we're, you know, in essence, everybody in life is in a room together. Life is a big room. But the room is in our head. The room is not real. The room is just reality and how we define it. And reality is only defined by how you react to what you observe going around you, what you observe that's going around you in the room. If you react negatively, then bad things are going to happen. If you try and say, don't worry, be happy, and smoke a joint, then, you know, as long as you don't smoke the joint in the wrong place, um, then things might be okay. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, life's pretty good. Uh, hopefully the positive tone in my voice is ringing through. Uh, I know I sound a little bit, uh, chipper, manic, and, uh, that's probably partly due to the cold and probably partly due to the mental state that I am in, but I am not, um, insane or dangerous or anything like that. I'm not going to shoot you. I may look a little foreign and a little odd, but I always look a little odd. And the foreign thing, like I said, kind of works for me. So for the moment, that I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I don't know if it's 25 minutes ranting or not. I kind of hope it is. Uh, because um, it's cold out here and I'm trying to kill time. Uh, because again, uh, the wonderful missionary homeless shelter uh, will not let you sneak outside for a cigarette and then get back in uh, before 6 a.m. And again, it's really shitty how we treat our homeless and transient people. Um... We need to fucking fix this. Um, direct democracy, direct democracy, voice your opinion, voice your opinion. Get your voices out there. Start your own podcast. Start your own blog. Just just do something to let other people know how you feel about things. Don't just... I mean, yes, you can sit there in, in a ranch in Wyoming and not have to worry about what's going on in Washington, D.C. or whatever else. And that seems kind of appealing. I can see why people do it. I understand. Um, but really... The rest of the world is not very far away from you, and we're all on this tiny little blue speck floating in the middle of, you know, goodness knows what universe dust stuff. And, I mean, as far as we know, uh, you know, we're the only life that's out there on this, you know, in our known existence, and I think we should take care of each other. Um, as much as, you know, we have the theory of evolution and survival of the fittest and all that, um, I think humans have evolved to the point where um, survival of the fittest is no longer good enough. Um, 
how we counter that, I don't know. Maybe it comes down to birth control and um, encouraging people that don't necessarily need to have babies to not have babies. I don't know. That's a very controversial subject. That's kind of a dangerous train of thought to go down. Um, but that's kind of where my mind's been headed recently in that perspective. Um, but how do you decide that? Who decides that? You know, you know, you don't want to do it the China way because that's not good. Um, but it's thought and it's in my head. So there it is. Uh, on flash memory for you and hopefully on coming very soon to a hard drive near you. All right, that's it for now. Uh, hopefully I've talked enough and kept things entertaining and lively and kept you updated on things. I'm doing my best, and uh, that's all I can do, and that's all I want to do, and I am a happy camper at the moment, even though I'm freezing my ass off in Rapid City, South Dakota, which, uh, interestingly enough, a little bit of trivia, the uh, airport identifier for Rapid City, K-R-A-P. Uh, I'll leave it with that. All right, till next time, folks. Take, take, take care. Stay safe. Stay sane. Happy landings. Bye. Hello, folks. It is Knickknack Jack of the knickknackjack.com podcast. I'm sitting in Bel Air, Maryland. Uh, it's been quite a long time since I last updated you guys. Uh, as I recall, the last time I did a little bit of an update was in South Dakota, and obviously I somehow got from South Dakota to uh, Maryland. And, uh, boy, a lot of stuff has happened in between. It's been an interesting experience, very educational, uh, stimulating of the mind, inspiring, depressing. Uh, it's been everything all at once, and uh, it's been uh, a journey. Um, so to summarize, we were able to catch a ride with a guy that uh, has a tractor, trailer, uh, well, a, a, a semi-cab uh, would be the best word, uh, from New Underwood, South Dakota, and we were able to go from New Underwood, South Dakota to Minneapolis, and we spent two days at Occupy Minneapolis, and during those two days, um, lots of stuff happened. Uh, we kind of got involved with Occupy Minneapolis a little bit, uh, walked around Minneapolis a lot. Uh, I really like Minneapolis. It was a beautiful city. I got a good vibe from it. It felt big yet small at the same time, which I like that feeling. And um, uh, got a chance to use the public library, got a chance to take advantage of Salvation Army services, uh, take a shower, that sort of stuff. Um, I did not know the Salvation Army was religion-based, uh, I appreciate them being there, but I'm kind of, uh, upset to learn that it was religion-based, um, so that came up as well, and I'm sure I'll do some research and musing on that at some point at a later date, but, uh, we definitely used, uh, Salvation Army services while in Minneapolis, and, um, after Minneapolis, uh, somebody convinced me that the best way for us to get out of Minneapolis was to take Megabus uh, from Minneapolis to Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and despite my better judgment um, at the time and my thoughts, uh, that is what we ended up doing. So uh, we got caught the Megabus. Uh, it's a double-decker bus, uh, very interesting to ride. It wants to be a train, but it's not. Uh, so we caught uh, the Megabus through Wisconsin, we stopped in Milwaukee uh, ever so briefly, and then we made our way down into uh, Chicago, stopped in Chicago ever so briefly. And in Chicago, switched buses, made our way into uh, Indiana, and I slept through the majority of Indiana just because uh, I've seen that particular part of Indiana before. Uh, in northern Indiana, or at least that particular part along Lake Michigan, is not the most interesting place in the world, I must say. Uh, then I woke up later in the day. We were in Ohio, and we ended up, we ended the day in Cleveland. Um, and, or, well, no, we didn't end, we got to Cleveland towards the end of the day. And, uh, we found this woman that got incredibly on my nerves, but was concerned about Denica and, uh, that sort of thing. So, uh... She kind of tagged around and tried to help us understand Cleveland for a while. Uh, Cleveland looked like a cool city, but at the time I really wasn't interested more than it's a stop. And uh, I want to keep going um, east because I'm trying to get to New York City and that's what it's all about. Or at least that's what it was all about at the time. So stopped in Cleveland and, uh, you know, 
uh, sang the Drew Carey song both in my head and externally. Uh, stopped by Occupy Cleveland. Occupy Cleveland seemed to be a desert. Uh, there were people there, but not many. Uh, we stopped, got a hot dog from a street vendor. That was good. Uh, and then we moved on, caught a ride. Uh, well, we found the Amtrak station and um, some sort of Cleveland stadium. I forget, the Cleveland Bears or something. I forget. Um, and the Amtrak station was locked. So we caught a ride, uh, magically, uh, by a commuter uh, who dropped us off at a rest stop on I-90 uh, heading out of Ohio. And then we caught another ride uh, to Austinburg, Ohio, where we uh, spent the night uh, between a subway, a Burger King, and a truck stop. Kind of loitering, kind of not, trying, uh, trying not to piss people off, but nevertheless pissing people off. Uh, so uh, we ended up on a travel center the next day. I posted something on Craigslist asking about a ride east uh, towards New York. Um, and eventually we did catch a ride uh, with someone through Craigslist. Uh, his name was Medea. Uh, he was from Chile and spoke like four different languages. Very smart guy, very interesting guy. Uh, he was on his way from New Orleans. Uh, to Burlington, Vermont. Uh, he was saying New Orleans is shit. It's been shit since the storm. It's basically anarchy. Uh, it didn't sound good. Uh, if I get a chance to stop by, I will to kind of see for myself and judge for myself. Uh, but it was interesting to hear his opinion on that. Um, so we caught a ride from, with him from Austinburg, um, Ohio, through Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, we kept trying to avoid the turnpike and uh, small roads, and it didn't happen. Um, through Buffalo, New York, uh, passing Clarence Center. Uh, I thought very much about the Buffalo crash several years ago. Uh, Rebecca Shaw and crew, may you rest in peace. Um, continuing all along the Turnpike Interstate 90 uh, through Rochester, Syracuse, ended up in Utica, New York. Uh, Utica, New York proved to be a very interesting stop. Uh, because I was under the impression that we could hang out at the Amtrak station and be okay. It might be open on all night or something. Um, that was not, in fact, the case. Uh, we very nearly got in some very serious trouble uh, because of my stupidity, um, or, well, not stupidity, uh, naivete, um, and because of the way the, uh, the things at the Amtrak station went down, we... Uh, we're trying to catch a freight. Uh, freights were going too fast. I think it was Norfolk Southern. Uh, still haven't really figured out. Uh, it was either Norfolk Southern or CSX. Um, watched a few freights go by. Did a little bit of rail fanning. Um, checked out the passenger cars in the area. Um, found some boxcars that were sitting, but we didn't know where they were going, so I uh, couldn't open the door, so that didn't work. And, um... Then we ended up finding really this nice spot under the stairs uh, with heat and everything and power. And we began to set up camp for the night. Um, as we've been doing, we've been like urban camping. Like we literally got to a point, uh, we just set our sleeping bags down in places in South Dakota. We set our sleeping bags down in places in Minneapolis. It's what we've been doing. Um, so this was the plan. And... Uh, me being me, I wanted to go outside for a smoke, and uh, as I was sitting there outside smoking, uh, and Denica was uh, underneath the stairs and resting, uh, or something, a uh, security guard came by and started locking the doors, and I motioned my hands like, hey, don't lock it, you know, I, I'm out here, I don't want to get stuck out here. Um, and then the BS began, I had to try and uh, not tell him that Denica was there, because that would have been bad. Uh, and I talked a little bit about trains with him, my Amtrak travels, while well, he basically escorted me into the main part of the station. Uh, he made it sound like I could stay, if I wanted to stay in the station all night, I could stay in the bathroom, then later he came into the bathroom and said I couldn't stay there, and if I remained on properly, property, I would end up in prison. Uh, so at that, I had been separated from Denica. She was, like, literally locked inside at this point. Uh, it was my fault, it was me that was... You know, I had started this sequence of events by going outside for a smoke, of all freaking things. Uh, so I felt responsible and cared. So uh, 
Me, using my railroad knowledge, I walked away from the station, walked up, walked west on the tracks a little bit, went around the tracks, got around the other side of the building, motioned to Denica, uh, we got our way out, uh, and then uh, found a place to camp under two picnic benches in Utica. And then the next day, uh, we started trying to hitchhike again, that did not work so well. And uh, at that point, I was tired, I was frustrated, I was so close to New York, but not there. Uh, I just said, fuck it, let's rent a car. Uh, so we had Enterprise pick us up, uh, we have rented a Dodge Ram 1500 or something, uh, fuel economy is absolute shit, uh, and so we decided to take this Dodge Ram, uh, and drive it into New York City, uh, which is just about the craziest, uh, most naive thing I think I've ever done. Um, so, you know, we went through that whole process, uh, rented the car for the weekend uh, from Utica, New York, and uh, then started making our way out of town, filled up with gas slash petrol, uh, and tried to avoid I-90. Uh, ended up in Cooperstown, New York, where the, the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame is. I didn't know that at the time, and I remembered that Cooperstown, New York stuck in my head for some reason, uh, but of course, I couldn't remember why. So uh, it was cool, fascinating and cool to, uh, you know, at least walk by the building, because obviously we couldn't get out, go inside because we were fucking broke. Um, so stopped in Cooperstown, continued to wind along state highways through the Adirondacks uh, slash Appalachians, uh, which was cool. Uh, and then wound up on Interstate 87 South, which turned into Turnpike, and we didn't have cash, so we had to do uh, this no cash form slip uh, for every turnpike point we passed. We ended up in, um, finally in New York, in Yonkers, New York, uh, which might be close to the Bronx. I still don't understand if Yonkers, if it's, if it's its own borough or not, but that's where we started. Uh, stopped in a White Castle because I've always wanted to do that. Got that off the bucket list. Talked to an employee there about his experiences at White Castle. Very interesting experiences. Including a woman pissing in front of him because the bathroom was out of service. Uh, memo to self. Never work in fast food. Fuck that. Um, so from White Castle, we moved on deeper into New York. Uh, crossed into Manhattan. Uh, ended up on Broadway and just kind of driving through Manhattan. Found Central Park. Uh, I knew, uh, and we were looking for Tom's Restaurant from Seinfeld. Eventually found Tom's Restaurant from Seinfeld. Took a picture of that. And then wandered back down to Central Park uh, in an effort to find the John Lennon Memorial. We did find uh, the Dakota and took pictures. Uh, never did find the memorial, but I did stand outside of the Dakota. Um, and it was kind of, you know, the experience was distracted. It was not exactly what I would have hoped for, for standing outside of the Dakota for me. But uh, I, I did it, and I looked at the archway, and I shivered, and I, uh, it was profound um, in its own little way. And, um, yeah, very unique. And um, so then we, we ended up essentially parking on Central Park West and sleeping in the car. Uh, a cop drove by and scared me once. He wasn't after us, though, so that was fine. Uh, then the next day, we woke up, made our way into Brooklyn, crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, and looking for Occupy Wall Street, kind of. Uh, spent some time in Brooklyn, ended up going out to Queens, ended up going up to Jamaica, New York, where JFK is. Uh, seeing uh, part of the Atlantic Ocean, just south of the New York Harbor there. Um, and then, uh, we wound up meandering, uh, via Rockway Boulevard and some other streets that are familiar from Seinfeld and other New York references, uh, back into Manhattan. And, uh, then we made our way past Battery Park and the new Freedom Tower, which is just the most depressing, most disgusting, terrible, most appalling thing I've ever seen in my life, um, and I wish the building would just cease to exist, um, but we made our way past it up to Chelsea, parked in Chelsea, um, parked in Brooklyn too, uh, parking in Brooklyn did not go as well as parking in Chelsea, but parked in Chelsea, uh, it took about 20 minutes to park because of my parking paranoia, but we got it, walked down to Occupy Wall Street, checked out Occupy Wall Street, uh, it was absolutely beautiful, 
Uh, it reminds me of all the reasons I'm doing this, all the reasons I'm inspired to do this, all the reasons I want to continue to travel and do what I'm doing. Um, talked to some beautiful people, got a little peace necklace, uh, got, uh, got a good dinner, the first good dinner I've had that hasn't been fast food in a long time. Um, and walked around uh, Zucchetti Park, uh, checked it out, lots of tents, the, the park is pretty much full. Um, there's still people there, there's still people volunteering, there's plenty of hot food being delivered, um, and uh, there are pl plenty of people with different messages and a variety of different messages being presented, so that's cool. Um, and it, it was everything, I mean, in a way I was underwhelmed, but in an another way it was everything I had hoped it would be. I just wish I would have been able to stay, but since we rented the car, we couldn't really stay. Um, and then the decision became, well, what do we do now? Um, and we made the decision that we were going to head towards Florida. Uh, as naive and silly as that sounds, uh, that is currently uh, what we are actively doing. So um, we started to meander our way out of New York. I drove through Times Square. Uh, I drove up Park Avenue. Um, we walked through the uh, Greenwich Village. Uh, did not find Alphabet City. I'm going to have to go back for that at some point. Uh, drove through Chinatown at one point. Uh, just drove all over Manhattan. Eventually got our way out of Manhattan through the Holland Tunnel. Uh, and then promptly got lost and confused in New Jersey. Uh, eventually ended up on Interstate 95 going south. Uh, and then took, I believe, uh, US 30 to Atlantic City because uh, I'd always gone to go. Um, and had heard about it, and was curious about the East Coast version of Vegas. Uh, Danica got very excited by Atlantic City, and, um, right about this point, I started to not notice an interesting dynamic, uh, change in dynamic in the way she was presenting herself, and has been presenting herself. Uh, and it's honestly starting to get on my nerves. I'm trying to be patient. A lot of it is just that she's so young, and, you know, you think you know everything at 18 and 19, and, you know, you know, you, nobody knows anything at any age, but, you know, I can tell you that a lot has changed uh, for me between 19 and 27. The worlds have changed. Uh, my perceptions have changed. My ideas have changed. So much changed. And it's frustrating because I see that her, her mind has a lot of potential. I mean, I love her mind. Um... You know, she's pretty too, but I love her mind. And I'm frustrated because her mind has a lot of potential, but yet it keeps being limited by circumstances and naivete of youth and all this other stuff. And I don't know. I'm afraid that her naivety of youth is going to lead her in a place where she might lose opportunities otherwise. Not college-wise, but... You know, traveling, getting in trouble with the law, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, yes, you want to duck the system, but at the same time, um, you know, playing within the system to a certain extent and working with the system to a certain extent is vital to survival. Um, so that would be my concern. Um, and I voiced it, and, uh, you know, we kind of did the old married couple thing, and it got tense for a while there. Um, you know, not so, so tense that we're really fighting or yelling at each other, just trying to hash it out, really. Um, so we, I, I ended up back on US 30 West, took US 30 West almost to Philadelphia, um, and there were more tolls involved and more fuel, of course, and then from Philadelphia area, uh, eventually found a way to cross the river, got on Interstate 95 South. And uh, then we got into this argument about, um, well, not argument, I debate, I suppose, about uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and rap and how I, you know, there may be value in rap in the lyrics, but because of the sound, I can't get past the sound and I can't appreciate it because that's my bias and that's me and it seems like uh, it's not meant to please me, it's a, an African-American or an African culture thing, and it's, you know, it's not my thing, um, if you like it, great, um, but to me, you know, why do you enjoy rap pretend, uh, pretending to over-embrace black culture is just insulting, um, 
Uh, and I say that not because, you know, I'm trying to be racist or whatever, but it's like... I mean, I can see wanting to expose yourself to all sorts of different cultures, but to actually try and adopt the culture uh, seems insulting to me. Um, I'm probably going to muse and rant about that one later. Um, just trying to get things out of my head and onto some form of media at the moment. Um, so we continue on I-95 through Del Delaware. Didn't stop in Delaware. Uh, thought about it, but didn't. Um, ended up in Maryland, and uh, apparently while Denica was looking at the map, she saw Bel Air, Maryland, uh, and thought it had something to do with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which it does not. Uh, apparently it's a suburb of Los Angeles. We were both wrong about that. But now we are sitting outside, or I am sitting outside of a grocery store waiting for her to come out in Bel Air, Maryland, and uh, still trying to get to Florida, uh, trying to get back to Seattle by November 9th. I honestly don't think it's going to fucking happen. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to come of this, but either way, the adventure continues, and I'm documenting it, so I'm doing my job. Uh, so that's it for now. I hope you're enjoying the stories and the, uh, you know, the insight and the whatever. Um, obviously I've skipped a lot. I've made notes and I'm behind in my notes, but for the moment, uh, I think this will do. Uh, so take care, stay safe, have fun, happy landings. See you next time. Bye.